This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Gosselin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Hey, Rick Gosselin. Yes, sir. Do you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means I can save a lot of money. I got to get on the phone when I get off here. Very smart man. You got to listen to Rick Goslin. He's Dr. Data, our answer man, and he knows best. Should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago, just like Rick. And you know what? Follow him. Go. Hey, we mentioned that the first NFL draft was held in Philadelphia, and it was, and it was the brainchild of the father of our next guest. That would be Upton Bell, whose father, Burt, was Hall of Fame commissioner and who had the idea to level the playing field for NFL teams with a common draft, first held in the Ritz-Carlton in Philadelphia. Upton has been on the show before. He was the Colts personnel director in the 1960s. God, I love those Colts. Before becoming the youngest GM in the league in 1971 when he took over the New England Patriots, also known as Ron's team. Now he's back to talk about his dad in the draft, and we are glad to have him. Upton, hey, thanks for joining us again. It's great to be on on the 80th anniversary of Burt Bell's invention, which is incredible. Well, you know, uh, Upton, uh, your dad owned the Eagles when he convinced his fellow owners in 1935 at the owners' meetings to agree to uh, conduct the first common college draft in sports history the following February. Now, many have claimed that that saved all of professional sports. Do you agree, and why if you do? Well, not only do I agree, but I'm telling you guys for the first time, to me it was football's version of Einstein's theory of relativity. (laughs) Everything changed in the world after Einstein's theory, and everything changed in sports forever. And the funny part of it is it probably wouldn't have come about, except in 1933 when he bought the team, he went out, and I don't know how the hell he got out there. He went out to Minnesota to sign a running back linebacker by the name of Stanley Koska, and he kept, Koska kept bidding him up and bidding him up, and he knew that he was going into another room and calling the Brooklyn Dodgers. That's was one of the teams in the league. And finally, uh, my father went to $6,500, and Koska said, let me think about it. My father probably got on the wagon train and came back to Philadelphia. <laughs> he said on the way back that that made up his mind that there is no way that the NFL can survive as long as the Redskins, Giants, Packers, and Bears dominated. Nobody else had a chance. And teams were getting wiped out like they did years later in the league I was in, the World Football League. So he said that the only way we will survive is by a common draft. So that's basically where he got the idea. A lot of people don't know that story. It was in 1933, and it finally took him to 35 to convince the owners, the rich, if you want to call it that, that this would be the best way to go. That first draft, as you mentioned, was in February 1936 in a hotel that you became very familiar with. So what's the Bell family connection, and why isn't the NFL going back to that hotel this year? Because it's a pizza parlor, and, <laughs> and, 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 and uh, it's a huge pizza parlor, and uh, it's a big area also owned by, I think, Wawa Dairies. And, really? and then another thing that people don't know is that actually his father was one of the big, biggest landowners in Philadelphia, and he owned another hotel besides the Ritz-Carlton, which would be the size of people today saw the plaza in New York. It was the Grand Hotel. And uh, he knew that if he invited the owners to his hotel, 
provided them with drinks, piano, and a blackboard and a separate room, suites and everything else like that, that they, that they would come, and, and they all did. So that, that's where it was. It was a Philadelphia landmark, by the way, gentlemen. And, of course, today it's a Philadelphia <laughs> pizza parlor. Oh, God, is life good. <laughs> pizza parlor so let me repeat goose's question why aren't they going back the media would love it free food, free food uh, exactly. well, well they do but they're getting it and you know it's funny where they're holding it uh i as a kid because i lived in hotels i lived in the racket club i lived everywhere but i remember as a kid uh, going out and, and and walking or jogging right up that that beautiful uh parkway where it leads up to the uh, museum, the Philadelphia Art Museum, and the Rocky statue, uh, who, by the way, was funded by a friend of Ron's, Jimmy Binns. Yes, sir. So that 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 is that smart. It's historic. I'm sure they'll have a lot of food. Noting the NFL will probably charge the suckers for it. But <laughs> <laughs> like you it, said, it, the rich. It is, it, it is it is the perfect place to have it. Although, if the hotel was still there, it would have been big enough. To hold it, not only that, uh, for the next 40 or so years, the draft was always held in hotels, and I think the last draft was held in 1960, because I was there a year after my father died at the old Warwick Hotel, which is still there. So that's kind of the background of it. But he also owned the St. James, but my father thought this hotel would be uh, the Ritz much better. In fact, at the time, to just give you a feeling of the atmosphere at the time, Bob Hope, uh, Cesar Romero, all, all of the great performers of that time played that hotel. And, in fact, one of the first times my father was with my mother, she played the Ritz-Carlton roof. So there's a lot of history there. We're speaking with Upton Bell, the son of former commissioner Burt Bell, founder of the NFL Draft on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at Talk of Fame Net. And, Upton, um, the first draft had nine rounds. And yet your father signed none of the nine players that the Eagles took then. And as a matter of fact, only 31 of the 81, I think it was, drafted players signed that year. What happened? Well, at that, at that time, to, to understand what it was really like, college football, and even to a degree, believe it or not, it wasn't Texas, but high school football was very, very big. People looked down on the pros. Uh, the only thing that kind of saved them was, was when the Chicago Bears uh, went went. Uh, traipsing all over the country with Red Grange, which kind of got people back into the idea that pro football might make it. But people looked down on it. And so most of the people did not sign in the league. One person who became very famous was uh, Bear Bryant of Alabama. Uh, He was drafted very high and uh, decided, as most of them did, that they would would not play in the NFL. Uh, But four of the players, that were drafted, one of them being Danny Fortman, Joe Steidehar, later played with, with the Rams, uh, and, and many of them decided not to play, but they did. But one quick thing, the Steelers, who my father got to come in the league because the both of them could lose money together, uh, actually uh, drafted a player called William Shakespeare uh, because they loved his name. And that's the only reason they drafted him, out of, out of Notre Dame, Shakespeare. And, and they they called them the Bard of Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> well, Upton, we got about a minute to go. I wanted to ask you one more question. The day after that first draft, there was not one word about it in any Philadelphia newspaper. 
Was it a secret? And was your dad disappointed about that? And what would he think of today's extravaganza? Well, uh, just quickly, I compared to a gentleman I told Ron this. It was like Jesus being born. The only people showed up were the animals and the shepherd. So he, <laughs> he, he looked at it as that didn't bother him at all. And that's what I made, think made him such a great commissioner. Remember, they were in the middle of the Great Depression. Teams were falling like they did in my league, the World Football League. But he saw the future in two areas the draft, and, and the future of pro football in television. He wasn't surprised that nobody came to the party, but that, that was the great beginning, and I honestly believe, and I'll, I'll leave you with this, that without Burt Bell's draft, no league would have made it. Hey, Upton, thanks so much. Thanks for the time. You know what? Thanks for the memories. Thanks for coming by again. Thanks, Upton. Thanks very much. That was Upton Bell, Senate former NFL Commissioner Burt Bell, founder of the NFL Draft. Up next, we're going to hear from former Eagles and Browns executive Joe Banner. This is the Talk of Fame Network.